All right, back again. Detroit is different. 2015 Techonomy <clears throat> with David Kirkpatrick. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Carrie. It's great oh, to be talking man. to you again. We oh. did it last year. I'd like to yes. do it again. Sure did, and we're gonna keep building this whole thing as long as you all let me in these doors. I got questions <laughs> for you. Welcome all. forever. Don't worry thank about you, that. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so let's just start off shooting out the gate. It's been a couple years here now in the city of Detroit. A lot of changes are taking place. You opened up the whole conference by speaking to the mayor of the city of Detroit. So, how do you feel technology has impacted the city of Detroit since you first came about? with this whole conference? Well, I don't know how much it's technology, but I think that we, you have a city government here now that seems to understand that technology is a lever that can really make change happen faster. Um, there's no question that in the four years that we've been coming here, uh, I first came in December of 2011. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's four and a half years. What was that? Yeah, th you know, three and a half years, whatever that is. Um, and there's a lot of change. Yes. I mean, you can see it just because all the streets are torn up, for one thing. I mean, I never saw more streets torn up than in you know, this you know, Woodward, that whole yeah. thing. It's amazing. You can't turn anywhere. You can't use Google Maps. But um, <clears throat> you know what really blew me away, to be honest, and I'm curious for your response on this, is when you know, I had a great interview with the mayor on stage, and then when we went to the Q&A, it's like everybody in the audience just wanted to tell him what a good job they thought he was doing. I mean, is he really popular? I mean, people, I mean. Okay, he's providing some <clears throat> opportunities and his office is definitely getting some traction. It's definitely a lot of people that feel displaced. It's a lot of people that feel, just because, you know, it's still a lot of racial tension in this whole Well, area. you know, I tried to ask him about that. You saw that, right? I mean, yeah. he didn't really pick up on it, though. Nah, I, but it's still <clears throat> a lot of that that exists. you got to believe it, yeah. But, um... Albeit, I do feel he was running against Benny Napoleon. I do feel personally that he's the better candidate at being a mayor. And his office has taken on different things. And he's received some opportunities. But there was a strong black power structure that was here for 30-plus years that did not necessarily get a lot of the opportunities he's been given. Yeah. But albeit, I'm Detroit and I am black. But in the world of Detroit, there are some opportunities to take advantage of here. His office is leading the charge for some of these opportunities that are taking place. So it's, it's things you can do and get involved in. And I really wish that uh, over this time, we could figure out how to function, how to move forward, because more so than seeing a black face or somebody we identify with, I just want to see opportunities present. Everybody wants streetlights, right? I mean, yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, I think it's yeah. you got to build structures that include everyone for the long term. Yeah. That's, you know, streetlights are helpful, but you got to go beyond that to really be inclusive. And, you know, it's, it's very hard, you know, we, we, we come in from New York and we, we believe in Detroit and we really see the diversity of the community. We work very hard to create a diverse program, but it's hard, you know, it's hard for us. I think, I think uh, so. And, um, but I will say that, you know, I have been coming here now, like I said, it's our fourth year at this thing. And, you know, everybody talks about the revival of Detroit. And last year, I was like, you know, it's going to take a lot longer to revive than I might have thought. Mm -hmm. But this year, I'm feeling like, wow, the energy it feels a little more real. Like, mm -hmm. and maybe it's just that the streets are so torn up, and at least it's, it's a concrete sign of something. Also, I've seen buildings like that uh, two, last two or three years have just been broken windows that where there's there's new windows going in and renovations yes. happening in neighborhoods that I yes. never saw before. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, and, and I just think I love Detroit, I got to say. My I'm, wife I'm was right. here uh, two years ago and she's also a big fan of Detroit. And every time I come here, I wish I could live here. I mean, because, you know, it's it's just... 
it's an opportunity to make something new, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and I know there's a huge community, uh, particularly the African-American community here, where people have been trying to make things new for a long time and just haven't had a chance to do it. Yes. And, and that's, no, that's unacceptable. And, you know, I think there, there does seem to be more resources going into some of the historically disadvantaged neighborhoods here. Uh, but the scale of that challenge is big. It's, you know? it's huge as you definitely have a lot of different policy questions that take place. And that's what's so interesting to me about technology because yeah. it can provide an opportunity to something that generally would not be seen from the traditional method. Yeah. So we have to take advantage of being a part of some of these changes, even with what I'm doing. The main reason I have Detroit is different is the fact that I can sit and <clears throat> say to myself, okay, I'll never get in this form of media or I can create my own. Yeah. Only through the idea of the access of the internet and what I've learned to do with recording. Can I even sit down and have this discussion yeah. to eventually podcast this and then put it up on YouTube <clears> where <throat> it can continue to carry on yeah. and this discussion can live for forever in media. And you but do it well, yeah. Thank you, thank you. And I think that some of these challenges that exist, especially when we talk about Detroit, moving forward, technology literacy is a big issue still here especially when you think about yeah. the population that exists. Yeah, yeah. So without access to literacy, technology is extremely difficult, which ties back into the educational system, yeah. which goes into another social question. But involving and seeing different spaces and conferences and different people and more so businesses that exist, that opportunity can present itself. But you know, let me just back up a little and just tell you my big picture view of what's happening with tech. And this is yes, not sir. just about Detroit, it's not just about cities, it's about the change that's happening with tech globally that affects all of us. And that is individuals have more power. Yes. That's the bottom line change that's happened. You know, unfortunately, a lot of institutions in some ways have more power too, but the, the power relations have been shifted by social media, by smartphones, by the internet generally, um, and, and some of those tools don't, don't get as quickly as we would like into the communities that need the most, but many of those tools are going into every community. You know, and, and once somebody gets connected uh, with a broadcast tool of their own, like Facebook or Twitter or even Snapchat, there's a million of them, but you know, LinkedIn is another one, they get power that the individuals never had, and it's totally, you know, equal opportunity. Anybody can use Facebook yes. for anything they want and there's no yeah. discrimination of any sort. It's everybody's got, you know, they might not like the privacy policy, whatever, but it's the same for everybody. And, you know, that's the way Zuckerberg wanted it, by the way. And I'm a big Facebook fan and an expert on Facebook. And I think Facebook's one of the transformational tools. But, you know, everybody's a broadcaster on Facebook. That means... If you did have a mayor here that you really didn't like, you can organize you about that in a way that yes. you never could before. I agree. You do have that platform, and it's providing access that we've never have had. Yeah. And as we see some of these things, and you hear some of the stories, as we were walking in, and you were hearing the story of <laughs> Natalia telling you that yeah. her upstart really started from being at this conference. Really, yeah. I love that. That made me seen, feel really happy. Yeah. What type of impact have you seen, <clears throat> just not just in Detroit, but just with Techconomy 
period. Because this is more than just a Detroit thing. Well, yeah, this is a national. Thing. Yeah, we do. We do. We, we this is the four. We'll do four events this year, and uh, one of them's on Techonomy Bio in California, and we had Techonomy Policy in Washington, and then we have our our flagship retreat conference November eighth uh, through tenth at the Ritz Carlton fancy hotel. We take it all over. We charge mm -hmm. a lot of money, and it's for you know leaders. We give a lot of scholarships and stuff too. But it's really a a very high-end conversation. What we're really trying to do is connect the dots. Connect the dots about how we need tremendous change. We need tremendous change in society, in politics, in healthcare, in education, in, in business, in access, uh, in everything, in, in international affairs. You know, we, we need a lot of change. The world has generally gotten better, I'd say, but we need to make it get even more better faster. And technology is a lever for change, like I said at the beginning. And I think what you've seen in the last couple of years since we've been doing this, the overall techonomy thing now for five years, um, leaders understand more than they ever have before that they don't have a choice but to get on the technology bandwagon. That's why somebody like Mayor Duggan is talking about apps, and he's talking about facilitating entrepreneurship, and he's talking about you know, making the buses run on time, because if he doesn't, people are gonna tell him about it on Facebook. You know? But, but I, I still don't think the changes are happening fast enough, and what we're trying to do at Techonomy is really just help more people connect the dots that they really can make change happen faster in a great way, and humanity at the large scale can move forward together faster. And honestly, that's what gets me up in the morning. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not even that focused on it as a nationalistic American thing, although I like to see this country move forward and this conference talks a lot about American issues. I think it's a global opportunity. We can come together as a globe more. I mean, it's very interesting, by the way, I'm just a step even further back. The Pope is coming to New York, you know, in Philadelphia and Washington, I guess, this week. And you know, he has an amazing message. He's all about inclusion, inclusion of everybody in everything, you know, and I think that's very timely. And I think all of us can work toward that goal by embracing tech and not being afraid to use that power that it gives us to demand what we want, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so I love, that's one, again, one reason I wrote a book about Facebook. Facebook is a leveler. You know, and everybody who has Facebook can get things for themselves and for their community that they couldn't get before because they have tools to tell more people when they're unhappy or when they are happy, regardless. You know, if, they're, if they want to celebrate the Pope's trip, they can do that on Facebook. If they want to complain about the pothole in their street, they can do that on Facebook. Sure. You know, if they want to organize to create a new political party, they can do that on Facebook and they can mm -hmm. use Twitter and other tools too. But, you know, didn't used to be so easy. It's no. not. It's not simple, but it's way easier than it used to be. Okay. It, it, Most definitely. And then I, I kind of want to close out in more so asking you more personally. How do you see as this is one of the big things that another thing as much as we talk about literacy and then the divide and as my parents are getting older, how do you see older people hmm. having access and getting to take advantage of <clears throat> what can happen in technology to even increase 
what's going to happen to the quality of their life? Well, I think technology is increasing the quality of life for older people in general. I mean, we heard Mark Bertolini of Aetna talk about all the amazing things he's doing to use tech to bring, you know, healthcare workers together with needy people and to focus more on wellness and, and health so you don't need to be intervened with because you're sick later. Just keep you from getting sick in the first place. And there's a lot of ways tech can do that, even with apps, you know. Um, and I think, you know, older people historically we're slower to take mm -hmm. on to tech you know my mother who's 88 she's never going to use facebook okay um i can't even get her to use any tech at this point she's but then she's sort of in serious decline but you know i think people grandparents have discovered that facebook and you know other you know, skype and other tools are amazing ways to stay in touch with their grandchildren um you know, technology keeps families closer together if we let it do that. I mean, mm -hmm. some personalities just aren't suited. Some people want to split off from their family. But mm -hmm. for people who want to stay connected, they can stay connected better than ever before. And that's got to help older people. You know, older people, you know, we are historically in, in this country not very respectful of our elders, really. No. I mean, we tend to sort of put them out to pasture and think what's the hot you know new 19 year old rather than think of the wisdom of of age that really is real and mm -hmm. you know in in many societies historically elders were cherished and valued and listened to uh and and i i, I don't think that has yet happened here but you know i think it could happen over time uh, but i think one thing all i know is older people need to embrace this stuff this technology is not for any one cohort or, or community or age group or anything. It's available to everybody. Like technology is very non-discriminatory. It's available to everyone. That's one of the things I love best about it. So, you know, if people have felt marginalized because of their age or their race or their, you know, income, there are tools to get included that didn't used to exist. You know, there's still some baseline Barriers, of Barriers entry. to entry. Good point. Mm -hmm. That's the term. Uh, but but they're not so high that you can't work your okay. way over them. I mean, what I'm doing right now with broadcasting and recording is phenomenal. Yeah. So with all that being said, I definitely know how to tell people to get in contact with you. But make sure you visit the website. Make sure you know about economy.com. That's it. Yeah. And definitely as you continue, I plan on making sure I'm here this year. I actually brought more of a team with me. Good. They definitely uh, two people, Heidi and Shalita, different backgrounds. Are they enjoying policy? It? They're loving it. Oh, they have all types of questions about access because, you know, policy and sociology and they're big on to like how this can really help communities and systems. So I can't really wait to our whole breakout discussion about how we feel moving forward. We can take advantage of this and help the people throughout the city of Detroit. Wonderful. Well, good luck with your city. I think it's moving in the right direction, and, and I really do love Detroit. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Next time, I can't wait to get you to be at one of my shows, get some of the good food here. Oh, that sounds good. We have good. to interact. So you do these things live, too? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Oh, I'd love to. Thank you, Terry, sir. Thanks so much. Yep.